You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiwa Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. Welcome to Deeply Connected with Ludmiwa Woodruff. And today I will share four behaviors that we as women (laughs) might consider just quitting because those are really relationship killers. And I don't think we understand how much those behaviors really damage the intimacy, the trust, the connection between us and our partner. And we might have seen our mothers doing just the same. And unconsciously, we think this is how we communicate in a relationship when we are unhappy or when our needs are not being met. And it feels very natural. So first behavior, mothering, mothering a man. (laughs) Have you ever mothered a man? Let me tell you a little story that I caught myself in. Uh, after I had some children, because that's what happens to a lot of women. After having kids, we can uh, be in this mother mode all the time because we have two little ones, three little ones, one little one to take care of. And so it becomes our nature to think about, you know, it's cold outside. You need to put warm clothes on. You need to eat healthy foods. You get the vibe how it goes. So I remember my husband traveling to Belgium and it was winter time. Florida, of course, it's hot, so I'm not worried about that. But as he was packing, I heard myself (laughs) saying out loud those words, honey, maybe you need to pack some gloves and and a scarf and a hat because it will be really, really colder. (laughs) And as lovely as it might sound, it is completely unattractive. Your partner or your man is a grown man and he knows what he is doing, right? And so every time we try to matter and overgive in that way, and we think we are doing such a good job. Look at me. I'm making sure he's healthy. Well, let me ask also about his vitamins. Have you taken any vitamins today? (laughs) That's a no. Thank you. So how can you recognize that you are mattering? Mattering is anything that you would tell your kids, right? Have you finished your vegetables? Yeah, we are not talking like this to our husband or our partner. We are not checking on them. We are not um, helicopter muttering them, right? And I will tell you one thing. Very often as women, I was thought the same way. We, you need to cook for a man every day and you need to take care of him in that way because that's what women do. That was, you know, my programming. And I will tell you, I really scared my husband out of the kitchen with this attitude because I will handle it myself. And it almost made him seem like I don't, like it gave him a message that I don't believe he can do a good job if I leave the kitchen and leave it up to him. And listen, when I met him, he was at the age when he could really take care of himself. He's 10 years older than me. Okay. And there I am trying to matter and take off his plate everything that I can to the point where I'm ending up exhausted. And I know you do as well, because I see it with a lot of women. And then I hear very often, but I've been doing so much for you. Yes, correct. But he did not marry a martyr. Like you are not supposed to be sacrificing yourself in the name of his well-being. So if you just remove the martyring, 
your relationship and your sexual interaction and your intimacy and romance will increase immediately. Um, I had a client and she used to just every time that the, the partner would come home, she would walk towards the door or she would walk towards the garage door to welcome him. And I need you to see this is a more of a leaning into energy. Okay, so I am going towards you immediately when you arrive home instead of creating space for the man to come towards me. When she stopped doing that, we had a whole conversation. I said, you know, why are you running towards towards him when he just arrives home? And, and it felt very, you know, I haven't seen him all day. And I understand that. And I understand that you miss him. But as we talk about relationships and what not to do, um, always think about polarity of energies, polarities of energies. You as a woman need to be creating space so he can keep moving towards you. Okay. So when she stopped moving towards the garage door or even the main door of the house, and sometimes she even stopped like, you know, cooking because he can do it also and he can help out. Of course he can. Something shifted. Something shifted and he looked at her and said, you know, I really appreciate you, but you don't have to make all those complicated meals. I can really organize um, what needs to be organized for us. I just want you to be relaxed and take care of yourself. Like you are, you are doing so much, like you deserve to be happy. And I think not many women really understand that you deserve pleasure. If you deserved pleasure, would you be doing all those things? Would you be doing all the things that he can do as well? And how much of that would you be doing, right? So the mattering you recognize by, <laughs> am I worrying about him and his well-being? And if he is eating vegetables, if he's exercising enough, is he doing all the things? And this is my main focus instead of how do I want to feel today? If I want to feel desired, how can I create that within myself? And how can I create some polarity and distance within the relationship in a healthy way so he keeps coming towards me? It's important, especially for long-term relationships. Yesterday night when I was getting prepared for, for uh, recording today, we had a very hard day with our six-year-old and there was a lot of drama and a lot of emotions. And I said, you know, I just need to get out of the house and... Um, I just need to really clear my head. And my husband called me and he said, you know, I'm happy that you left the house, but I wanted to go um, to the store and buy you flowers uh, with our kids. But looking at the situation of those meltdowns, this is not going to be possible. So why don't you just buy flowers for yourself? Because I really think it will, it will improve your mood. And I thought to myself, wow, how nice that he's calling me. And thinking then, because he knows that every time he buys flowers for me or I buy flowers for myself, it just does something for me internally. It makes me feel happy. I, I smell the flowers, I look at the colors, and I love to have a fresh bouquet on, on the kitchen counter. So um, when he stayed battling <laughs> emotional kids at home, I was able to just have some time on my own, go on a walk and then get myself some flowers. And But that reminder that he's thinking of me, even when he is with yelling kids and he cannot do it for me, he will think that um, that might be supportive, just a thought. But for that, you need to really have the polarity of energies. You cannot be always the one doing that for your man. And I don't say don't do anything for him, but what I do say is please stop overgiving. Stop overgiving and mattering because it's a, it's a romance killer. 
Then another behavior that we so unconsciously do, and we call it communication, is criticism. We just find everything, everything, <laughs> and we start criticizing. And very often with criticism, what we do, we almost take like, we assassinate his character. You know, it's not only that something is not done, it's like you are the person that didn't do it and you are you are not caring for me and you are selfish and the criticism is really low vibration like all of the behaviors that I'm mentioning it's not holding you as a queen as the prize as this valuable woman that you are that this magnet that that inspires him it's literally you missing something within yourself and then within the relationship and you think the the way to get there is to criticize him and tell him how horrible he is. But then I want to ask you, if somebody criticizes you, do you feel inspired? Do you want to do better? Or do you want to say, screw this, <laughs> I quit? <laughs> because we don't understand that in every relationship, we talk about romance right now, but even with your employees, with your colleagues, with your children, criticism is not a great motivator. It's, it's really a turnoff. And um, when, when you keep going with this, not only do you feel like ugh and yucky inside, it's literally this feeling of like disgust almost, right? because you must be so unhappy to be constant, constantly criticizing him. But also he starts feeling like I'm never good enough for her. I do nothing, nothing well here, no matter what I do. I mean, this is what I get, right? So at some point, you know, depending on a man, at some point the man can just give up and be like, okay, I just don't, I just give up. That's it. At some, some other man will call you out if he, you know, he was strong enough for, for that to call you out. But also I will tell you, sometimes a man can call you out and you still don't hear it. He will say, stop criticizing me. But what I see often happening in those situations is when you criticize him constantly, he gets activated and then we go in fight, fight mode, fight, fight mode, and we are both losing. And then we don't speak to each other. And then we have this silent treatment. And then, you know, we go and call our friends and have all the stories of how horrible my partner is. So please make sure to understand within yourself, why am I being critical of him right now? What is the need that is not being met for me? And before I demanded of him, can I do this for myself, right? On one episode, I talked about like the masculine feminine energy and the masculine energy really craves freedom and craves peace, okay? Feminine energy craves connection and craves love and appreciation. So we can see how, you know, the masculine will do whatever it takes to be peaceful. So if it means switching off so we don't fight, that's what I'm going to do. It gives me more freedom. What I want to add to this is that masculine energy really desires freedom and peace and feminine desires love and connection. So the masculine will do whatever it needs to do to have the peace. So if that means ignoring your criticism, disconnecting and shutting down, he might be doing just that. Right? I want to remove myself from the drama and this negative energy. And if you are coming from this unmet need of connection and love in your feminine, you might be still pursuing him with this criticism just to feel connected. And of course, you will create exact, exactly the results you are trying to avoid. So understanding that the man in his healthy masculine will support you emotionally, but will also 
do what it takes to keep and preserve the peace and also create freedom. And freedom doesn't mean he does whatever he needs, he wants to, but it means I have a freedom of expression. I have a freedom to be myself. It is safe for me to be me without being criticized and, um, and condoned, okay? Um, so you need to learn how to inspire men instead of criticizing him all the time. And it's a skill that not many mothers taught us or not many women around us have because we hear so many women just kind of reprimanding men, right? It's like scolding the small boys where they are grown men. So if you want to keep the relationship going and you want hot sex and a desire and connection 10 years in, five years in, 20 years in, you need to be really careful with how you are asking for what you need in the aspects of connection and love. Another behavior is um, nagging. Nag, 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 nag. It's not communication. <laughs> Neither is criticism, right? So nagging. You said you're going to hang up the lamp and you still haven't done that. You said that you're going to do it tonight and it's still not done. Nag, nag, nag. And we pursue and we almost like physically go after the man when we are nagging and complaining. And so what a turnoff. What a turnoff. I will tell you, I'm not a man. And if somebody would nag at me, thank God my husband is not one of those men. But I cannot imagine how I would respond to, to this type of feedback. Um, because it's very disregarding. You don't know why I haven't done that. Is there another way that you can ask? Is there another way to just complain how I'm not doing exactly what I need to do? So one of my clients, uh, they're running a huge business and the husband works mm, tons of hours. He's totally in his supportive masculine. And when they come home after the whole day of like 15 hours or 16 hours, yeah, there is no, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I wouldn't be hanging the lamp myself either right now. And when the woman starts complaining, there is no recognition for his work. There is nothing of, hi, babe, you worked so hard. I'm, I'm so grateful that we are such a great team. And I know it was supposed to be done today, but I completely can see how you don't have any desire to do so right now. And maybe we do something relaxing. As women who are unhappy within sometimes, and, and I always say your financial success and your wealth and impact doesn't define how happy you feel within and how connected um, you are every day. So I can have an amazing day in my business or my career and I come home and there is something within me that feels unhappy and I will completely disregard, disregard what my men just have done and created today. And so this approach of not giving a break not understanding his own state of being, not being attuned to his mood, right? It's, it's, it's really detrimental because he starts feeling like, you know, combined with the criticism and now nagging, like, what's the point? Like, I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm just going to ignore all the requests and I just keep doing whatever feels right for me right now. Instead of saying, I know today it won't work and I completely understand and I'm so grateful that you want to do it maybe during the weekend or next week. Like this cooperation with your partner, cooperation and inspiring him by being gentle, by being softer. And yes, sometimes we do go into rage, but if you cannot tap into presence, presence and slowing down, if that's difficult for you, it's going to be difficult for you to inspire your partner emotionally, to be exactly who you need him to be in your relationship. Not that he will change, but 
he can be open and he can hold space and be the the masculine energy if you are more more um like in the soft and openness and receiving okay and also presence it is so important um so many of us high achievers we are so on the go 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 that we don't know how to you know recalibrate so i'm coming home and i need to recalibrate i need to find a way of just grounding myself within myself checking in with my needs checking in with my feelings even if it's five or three minutes to recognize what I need. And then when I enter the relationship space, I know exactly uh, more intentionally how and what I want to communicate and what my needs are. And also attuning to my partner and seeing, does he have the capacity today to, to really, you know, hold that? So like yesterday when we had 10 meltdowns within, you know, eight hours of awake time, I will tell you, if I would start any deep, deep conversations with my husband, I don't think he could have space for it. Because as I say, masculine desires um, peace. And yesterday was not so much peace in our household. <laughs> and I, as a woman, need to be able to attune to that because he's doing everything to support us throughout the day. And um, he's there, present, but I need to be able to see, is this the, the time for this type of a conversation? Or is it a time to just sit together in silence? Or is this the time to do more something more fun, like dance together or just give him space? And so if you are not attuned to yourself first, it will be very hard to attune to your partner. And also what happens with a lot of us women is that um, when we start muttering and we take everything over, Number one, we become exhausted and then we become resentful, right? Then we start criticizing them because they are not helping us, let's say. And then, uh, or we are disappointed in some ways. And then when we start nagging is because the criticism didn't get anything out for us, for what we are looking for. And we end up in this just complete mess of not even knowing why we are doing what we are doing. I want to feel connected. I feel lonely, but everything I'm getting is like, I don't care energy or disconnection or whatever, right? Because the man has already kind of disconnected uh, from from what is happening. And so another another behavior, the fourth behavior is contempt. If I contempt, if I feel contempt and I show you that you are lower than me or you don't deserve my respect or I treat you less than, it happens in some relationships when women start taking their men for granted and um, they try to overpower the man, it's, it starts feeling like contentment, meaning I can't even stand you. I don't respect you. I don't stand you. you I cannot trust you. you I wear the pants in the, in the relationship, right? I want, you to, I want you to step up and take over from me, but I also don't create any space for you to, to do that because I need to be in control, right? So it, it's, this, it's this very interesting dynamic of alpha women that... Um, you know, you can attract a, a beta man, let's say, right? And so he will be more in his feminine. But at some point, you start losing, you start losing respect towards him because he will just take whatever you are doing, yeah. And he doesn't care that you create a lot of chaos, and he doesn't call you out on your behaviors. And so, with time, you you can create a lot of contentment, right, in how you treat him. But also. What happens with some women, some of us that uh, are unaware, when a man calls us out, we literally don't want to admit that he's right. 
right? And we start fighting and we start arguing and we start proving that no, he in he he in the matter of the fact is wrong and we are right. And so the behaviors that are very um connected, that behaviors that are connected to creating more conflict and more disengagement and more to negative emotions and um just negative energy will always create more disconnection than connection. I just want you to look at your dating life and I want you to see if you are muttering, criticizing, if you are saying, and by the way, this is what I'm gonna say, I hear a lot of women in date space saying, there are no good men out there, all those men, you know how it goes, the men need to, mm, the men this and that. And if you are one of those women, I need you to check yourself. Because everybody that you not only attract, but also engage with, you are the common denominator, okay? So you can be sitting there and saying, the men are, you know, the men are not really, um, how do you say that? They, they don't, they don't take care of us. They don't court us. They, they don't have serious intentions with us. You can give me the whole list of things. Also, what I see also online often is, Oh, for a successful woman, it's so hard to find a high quality man because there are not enough of quality men out there. What kind of nonsense is this again? And who is, who is even having those conversations? Because if you believe that, that's exactly what you will attract, right? That's what you will attract. If you believe there are no good men out there and all the men and the men, you are the problem. So you cannot be going criticizing, nagging, holding men in contempt when you yourself don't do the necessary work to understand your patterns, yeah? And, and even if you are single, you need to start paying attention to those behaviors, muttering, nagging, criticizing, and holding somebody in contempt, because when, when dating might seem easy and great and playful in the beginning, when you get to the more serious stages of being in a relationship and you don't see your own blind spots where you come out from your unhealed parts and you start attacking men and criticizing, you will not get far within this relationship anywhere. Or you might hang for a few years, but I will tell you at some point, this is like a bomb waiting to explode. So instead of all the behaviors that are mentioned, how about behaviors of acknowledgement, gratitude, noticing, noticing your man, noticing the man that you are dating and are courting you in a really great way and complimenting them and acknowledging like, wow, this is how I feel when I'm around you. Because very often when we do those negative behaviors of criticizing and nagging, it's because instead of saying, you know what, I miss you. I miss you. And when you work so much, I just feel like there is no space for me and it makes me sad. That is much more vulnerable and requires you to open up and it doesn't feel very safe because it really puts you out there, right? You really put yourself out there for him to see you. So we keep criticizing and nagging, right? And so when, when we go out on dates, but that's, but that's the cure. If you want to stop those behaviors, the cure is to recognize what you need, express what you need, and then see what happens. And if he cannot meet you, okay, then you have your answer, but you can start replacing the negative behaviors with the positive ones. When you are dating and a man takes you out, how can we compliment him and let him know that we really enjoyed ourselves instead of being critical or, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, that wasn't the best date ever. Like, 
even if you will never see this man again, because maybe you are not a match, you can still say, thank you so much for making the plans and, um, and, and leading this. I love to receive. It feels really great. So many ways for, for us women to really tap into more softness, more acknowledgement, and it is okay. You don't have to be scared. I know what's going on through your head. You think, but that's letting go of control and that's letting, it's really letting him know how much it matters to me. Correct. Correct. That's vulnerability. And that's the thing that will inspire not only him, but that is exactly what will inspire you to feel better. Because when you express yourself in that way, you are true to yourself. You are not gaslighting yourself. You are not bypassing what you feel. The nagging and criticism is literally bypassing everything that you want to say. Instead of saying, you didn't do this for me, you want to say, I really don't feel like I matter right now in this moment. Oh, I really feel like I'm dismissed. That feels more complicated and more difficult and more courageous. So pay attention to all those behaviors. I know you are smart and capable, brilliant and playful woman. So I know that you will take some time to really consider if you have been falling into those patterns at some point in your life or maybe even in your current relationships. And may we all stay deeply connected to ourselves and those around us. Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodruff.com and I will see you next week.